Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I can help you to increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm your host, Emma Langton. I'm a leadership coach and workplace trainer, helping you and your workforce to make the impact that you want in the world. So on this episode, I'm talking to you about how to efficiently work from home and some of the key things that are really, really helpful for you to consider. I'm joined on this episode by Fiona Ibbotson. Fiona's the regional director of Get Ahead, your virtual agency based at Leeds. So we're talking about what's good for you and why it's good for you so that you know what works and what's really helpful in these challenging times. Hello listeners, how the devil are you? Oh my goodness me, can you believe we're on past the middle of March and what challenging and very strange times we are living in. I hope you are all safe and well and if you are isolating or working from home then this episode is going to be really helpful for you but I hope more than anything that you are well to be honest. Um, it's a funny old world isn't it now and uh, even things are changing for me too because I've now got my husband at home working downstairs and my daughter is home now and I'm expecting my other daughter to finish by the end of this week and um, you know the volume of things and activity in the house is going to go up what three fourfold so that's going to make a difference and we're going to need to do some stuff and we're going to need to work together so I have done a lot of working from home it's not entirely exclusively working from home as you will tell from the title of this podcast so I am going to be diving in there and talking to you about this now before we get to that I know you're probably sick of hearing me ask this, but please, please do leave a review. It helps enormously for the podcast hosting platforms to be able to know what you like and more importantly, for them to be able to share it with other people that might be interested or might find this helpful. If you haven't already yet left a review, please do go and find, it's a very tiny little review button and give me some thoughts, your key takeaways, what it is that you value from the podcast or what else it is that you just love about it. Thank you. So before I dive into today's episode, which by the way, we're going to be talking about some effective ways that you can work from home and you might think, well surely you just sit down and get on as usual, don't you? Well, you kind of do, but as I've just said, Working from home is different to working in the office because, you know, I've got, uh, we've got distractions, we've got different people around, um, we've got different kind of challenges as I know all too well. And it's also, you know, some of it actually is that you forget to take a break. Some of it is that we 
get distracted, we procrastinate, we haven't uh, got the communication and things like that. So I wanted to do an episode today about working from home and some key tips. And I invited Fiona on, as I said in the intro, because Fiona is really, really passionate about helping others to be able to do their best work. And so she runs the um, virtual assistant agency. And so they had been talking to different people and she'd pulled together this really great infographic that I'll try and do a link to. So I asked her, because I'd already been doing some little notes here and there in order to be able to pull this podcast together with key areas that I thought I wanted to make sure I included. And actually her really snazzy, fancy infographic included that. So we've got a great bit of chat um, with some of her insight and then also some insights from me about, you know, why it's really helpful for you and um, hopefully it'll make it really enjoyable and you'll see why we mention these things and where the benefit is. So before I dive in, I do want to say I have had a few emails and calls recently from people who are finding the whole coronavirus situation quite difficult. It is really stressful. And I know that those difficulties are affecting people's performance. Even I wanted to just crawl under the duvet with my book and come out when it was all over. But really, you know, that's just not possible. So what I do want to say is I'm here for you. If the stress is getting to you, if it's stopping you from sleeping, if you're having to work all hours to implement new ways and deal with all the different things, well, you know, not even just in work, but in day-to-day living, then please get in touch with me. Let me help. Because what we need to remember is that that collective stress won't stop the virus, but reducing your stress around it will help you to feel much better and more in control of situations that surround you. So if you want some help, to be able to increase your focus, reduce your stress, operate at peak performance in this really challenging time, then book a session with me. I've been working by video and conference call for a long time now. It's nothing new to me. So we can get you sorted with tools to manage the stress, strategies to stay calm and plans for coping with these future stressors. Even if there are times like me that you want to dive under the duvet, it means that you can get up the next day and get back on with things without it dragging you down for a long time. So do drop me a message today. Whether you need that help personally or help for your employees to reduce the stress and then subsequently whatever that impact is, even if they're working remotely, get in touch My email address is emma at emmalankton.com. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Or just head over to my website at emmalankton.com and you can find the contact page. And then you can either send me an email from there or book an appointment straight into my diary to save all of that kind of to in and fro in that we get when we try and find some availability and get space in people's diary. And let's just see. I'm giving everybody some really key tips for nothing to just get through these times. And if you want more than that, we can talk about that. Okay. So back to today's episode. Let's welcome Fiona to the show. Morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm really pleased that you've joined me. 
So do you want to just tell me a little bit about your reason for pulling this sort of infographic, which is marvellous. I'll try and do a link somewhere for, for the listeners as well to be able to see it. But tell me the reason that this came about. So obviously, we were aware in the news that a lot of people were going to be made to work from, from home. And we recognised that we were used to working from home. Um, so we wanted to give some top tips because whilst working from home sounds like a, a great um, opportunity, um, it's also very different doing it on a, an ongoing basis than just a, a one-off where you might be working from home because you've got a plumber coming or something like that. Um, so we just wanted to give some of our top tips, the tips that we use um, on a daily basis just to help people um, with that adjustment there'll be people out there kind of saying well well surely you just work don't you but it's about how to be the most productive and still be in that that in that headspace and that mindset really um of being able to do that and there are there are going to be I think we, we talked about before just recording there are going to then be added difficulties that might end up being a whole different podcast actually with how do we manage having kids at home and partners at home? I can hear my husband downstairs already. Um, I know it probably won't come through on the podcast, but I then become aware of it. And I'm used to having the house to myself. So do you want to just talk through some of the um, aspects that, that you have um, on this tips from working from home? So one of the, the first tips is we always recommend that we plan our day the night before. I always plan my next week on a Friday and then I also revisit that where am I at with everything that I need to do obviously you're going to get things that you need to then add in that you didn't know you were going to be doing because clients will ask for different um, things doing needs of the business will change and so just making a clear plan so that I know what I need to do the next day and then when we do that plan we always plan to do the the one job that we know we're not going to want to do we plan to do that first so it's done it's out of the way um, and then we know that everything else we've got to do and um, we're not going to be distracted by that that one thing um, that we're putting off doing. So we just get that out of the way, get that done um, first thing in the morning. We always do the time blocking, so making sure that we've, we're breaking down our day into different types of activities. Um, and usually I would have a day where I'm networking and doing one-to-ones. Um, that's changed slightly now because um, obviously all networking events have been um, postponed or they're going online. Can't put business on hold. We've got to carry on with this. And I think online is the way, the way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there are, you know, there's lots of different types of technology and different people are exploring different things and there are going to be different sort of pressures but, you know, just recapping with the reason that, um, and you know, a lot of people might have read the book, um, Eat That Frog, um, or could go and have a look about it, which is where that really talks about doing the biggest thing first. Yeah. With my work that incorporates a lot about how people's performance and the kind of stress, anxiety type things that, that come with that, when what I find when I'm working with a lot of people and you will probably find too Fiona is that often that they like to do all the little things first and they say but I'll clear out all the other things to then do the big thing um but what happens with us you know kind of like um 
in a kind of mindset and neurological type way is it what I say to people is if you think about your brain as a bit like a rechargeable battery by the time we've done all the lots of little things that might be like emails or um or whatever are the kind of easier things we're still using a bit of that brain power a bit of that brain energy so when we need a big sort of surge of brain energy to do the big thing that we've maybe left till later in the day we kind of haven't got that that brain power and that brain energy to be able to do it really really well the other aspect as well is doing that really really big thing is that um you don't have it hanging over you so you don't have that sense of sort of doom and gloom and oh my god you know dragging me down that I need to do this but also we get a sense of achievement quite early on in our day and we can create that when we are setting our own uh, plans and, and schedules and to-do lists we can create that for ourselves by doing that big thing first I even do it with the ironing and then as well setting as you say right in that to-do list I have seen I'm in a kind of HR uh, group as well because obviously I work with a lot of HR people um, and I've seen so many of them that are kind of you know I was checking this at one in the morning I didn't get any sleep last yeah. night and, and yes their pressure is tremendous but as you said, writing everything down, it's, it's, it's one of my key overwhelm pieces of advice. And actually, I'll put a link in the show notes for my free download about overwhelm is to get everything as much as possible out of your head. And that does enable you to be able, like you said, to get some sleep. Um, so Because otherwise, there's a bit inside your brain that's almost like knocking on the inside of your head going oh don't forget about this and oh remember you've got to do that it's like you know this is sleep time this is not the time for you to remind me that's why those lists are really really helpful as in the way that we function isn't it so what else is on your on your top 10 I think then it's really important is is your mindset and and what you need to do to set your mindset up right for the for the day so this might sound very very strange but actually get dressed. Don't think, oh, I can just work on my laptop whilst I'm in my pyjamas in bed because you're not going to have the same um, mindset about doing the work that you're doing, like you said um, earlier. So getting dressed and choosing your environment um, is absolutely key. You don't want to have um, distractions where where possible. Um, so we need to turn off notifications um, obviously people are going to want to be keeping up to date with what's going on that's completely natural um, but I think it's setting aside time to do that and, and setting a limit on that time as well um, so that you're not then just being encompassed by um, everything that's going on around us um, and I think we need to give ourselves time to move away from work the mindset's important but also taking time to reflect on on how your day went as well which is part of even writing your to-do list for the next day and your week and things like that but you know as an example um because of because things are changing so yes i um i take my dog out for a walk every day so that's partly for me but partly for him and and at one point last year i changed what we do and um because he played he used to play ball a lot people will be like how's this relevant to working from home it's relevant um (laughs) um he he used to play ball a lot and i found that i was standing throwing the ball so he was getting all his run and exercise um so that was that sort of job done 
but I wasn't yeah. moving. So then I stopped doing that and took him, you know, on different routes where I'm moving as well as him moving. And, I, yeah. and although he's actually quite a lazy dog, he doesn't like doing this on a morning. And I always say to people, well, I'm doing it because that's where it fits in my day. That's where I want it to be in my day. And then I'm home and ready, you know, to start. And I know that the big chunk, again, of one of the jobs, like an hour, is out of the way and done. Um, yeah. What I noticed yesterday was because my daughter was at home um, and she said, oh, I'll take him out in the afternoon. So usually at lunchtime, I at least go for, a, a, you know, a 10 or 15 minute walk with him at lunchtime before I get my lunch in, in part of the breaking up the day. Because she said she took him, I then, I did get a bit of lunch and then I realised um, yesterday evening, both my husband and I, we went, we didn't go out yesterday. Because the other bits had shifted up. So the dog was seen to, and we both went, we didn't go out yesterday. So we went out for, for a 20-minute walk last night um, yeah. and said, we need to walk at lunchtime, even if the dog's sorted. Um, and so being able to reflect and make those changes, you know, reasonably quickly um, and plot through where you're going to get that break in the day, where you're going to be able to go for a walk, because we are still allowed to go for a walk. Um, yeah in that respect is is really really important but yes you're right about getting dressed I know so many people that go yeah yeah, yeah it's great you can work from a you can work in your pajamas and things it does change how you how you uh, think and how you function um, and it is one of the pieces of advice that is even given to kids when they're doing revision so uh, you know that they don't do the revision on their bed um, you know, because my daughter's been through GCSE, so they don't sit in there, even don't sit in the bedroom. They might have a desk in their bedroom, but that's only if they can function well, you know, at that yeah. desk. So, and and it applies the same to us. So, like you said, it's exactly what I say, is set up a place that you're going to work. Keep it nice and clear, because, you know, a cluttery space on the outside can reflect a cluttery feeling on the inside. And... Um, t yeah, turning off notifications, that, that's something I say a lot. Think that we can multitask, but actually what we're doing is we're switching from one thing to another. Might be very quickly, but we're switching all the time and it's mini distractions. And it's also, because there's a lot of information here about the coronavirus, it's also anxiety raising. So choosing those specific times in your day where I'm checking emails, I'm checking news, I'm looking at up updates, and setting those timeframes is, yeah, it's, it's hugely important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. As well, to, to work within your normal working day. We do. And our, our what people don't often realise is that our the subconscious bit of our mind often then naturally recognises where there is that structure and where there is that kind of subconscious cues about what we're doing. You know, with the kind of getting dressed, sitting at a desk, you know, even some particular lunchtime routine, a bedtime routine, the subconscious bit of our mind begins to recognise that and go, oh, yeah, 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 so I'm in this frame of mind now. Oh, this is what we're doing now. Oh, this is edging towards sleep time. And those, so the subconscious bit works without us even realising it. And that's what is important for people to not just think, oh, but, you know, isn't that just a daft idea and does it really matter? It, it does because there's stuff happening within us that we don't realise is happening. That's really interesting. I didn't, um, yeah. I've not really thought of it like that, but that's uh, now you say it, it makes complete, yeah. complete sense. 
We talked about kind of time blocking and setting boundaries. Now I'm I'm massive on 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 time blocking and having routines. They're they're another bit of the kind of subconscious um, aspects that are also really helpful. But it also it kind of calms down our internal system. So where people are naturally getting quite stressed and quite anxious about all the change. We're not great with change, are we, as human beings? When we have um, when we have that structure, when we have those routines, like going for a walk, meal times, getting dressed, and even setting that structure that you talked about in your day, they all, again, work with our subconscious, but they calm down some of those internal stressy systems that, that, you know, that are kind of kicking off and it sets that we know what to expect in a day. So that calms things down. That's also relevant to children and pets. The routine seems normal, even if you're in a different way and a different environment. Boundaries come across all sorts. I love boundaries. People will know me, know I wax lyrical about boundaries. Um, Because the boundaries as well is not just about, I'm not doing this and I will do that, or setting, as one person once said to me, I don't want to be the guard on the state penitentiary. And I was like, oh, that's that's a bit severe. We don't need to put barbed wire around these kind of, you know, rules and be like Sergeant Major on things. We, um, We just need to know what we are doing what we're not doing, be quite clear on it and and kind of set for ourselves and for others what to expect. Because again, with like notifications and with working from home, we could end up, oh, we'll just answer that email, you know, after the kids have gone to bed. If that's what you need to do, you're going to go, I'm going to do an hour after the kids have gone to bed because I've spent time with them through the day, a little time block, keep a routine, keep it structured and that you're swapping that hour there for you know this hour in the afternoon or or, or something but those boundaries are they can be flexible but they need to be they need to be clear to you to 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 other people in the household you know and to um to the people that you're working with probably the other bit that's really really important is especially now even more so is around communication and how we communicate with people. Um, so it'd be very, very easy for everybody to just think, well, I'll just email that person. Yeah. If you're actually in the office, you would probably go up and have a conversation with the person rather than just sending an email. So I think it's pick up the phone um, and, and still have those conversations. Have a call like this um, if, if you need to team with you together just to talk through a problem and um, I think face-to-face I think we need that as human beings I'm sure you've got some interest in <laughs> why we do need that one of the things that we're certainly doing is obviously checking in with all our team making sure that checking their situation because that, that may have changed and also then just checking in with our clients because their circumstances may have changed the services we're providing now may need to change they may need to sort of stop for a little time Absolutely. And having those sorts of conversations in some video type calls, don't rely on text and message and email because it is easy to do that. Um, And I think we've almost lost the habit of just picking up the phone as human beings. We need that connection and we need to see people's faces. We need to hear people's voices. We need that eye to eye kind of contact. There are things that we might miss and misunderstand when we start 
putting things in writing. You can read body language from people. Um, you can hear different things on tone of voice. So even if you're not on video call, if you're on the, just on an ordinary phone call, then you can hear differences in tone of voice. Hear where people might be hesitating. You get those silences where people might be struggling in some way, even if you're not seeing them, actually. So having that connection and creating those connections, like you said, because it's hugely important for our kind of mental health and well-being, which is going to be another episode. So again, reflecting, I think at the end of each day, but like you might then at another time reflect and go, actually, I didn't speak to anybody properly today. I So pick up the phone then. I didn't have a, a, you know, like a casual interaction with anybody. I only had a, you know, my formal worky interaction because we we need all of that to boost our feel-good chemicals and, and to get some sort of positive feedback. We also need it for somebody else to be, for us to go, God, I feel like this and somebody else to go, I feel like that too. So yeah. that we don't then feel it's just us. Yeah, so we're having, um, we've been, we have a group WhatsApp with the team and we've been messaging each other. Yeah, I think that's going to be really, really important, keeping keeping in touch with people, um, definitely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Let me, so let me just recap then. Um, so write a to-do list the night before. It also gets stuff out of your head. Tackle the worst or the most difficult or the biggest job first. So we're eating that frog. Work in chunks of time. Turn off yep. distractions with um, like email notifications or social media and set times. Again, that's the chunking of time, but set times that you're going to go and check on those sorts of things. Before you do any of this, get dressed and choose your work environment really, really carefully. Make sure we put in some going out for a walk or do some sort of exercise in your day. Set the boundaries in there as well um use time blocking and scheduling as we've kind of said and avoid emailing if if you can and instead make sure we create we have those connections we use online chat to ensure that we've kind of got connections in a really really good way i think that covers the, the top tips from working from home fiona i really really appreciate you coming on to chat through those with me that's going to be so helpful for everybody thank you Thank you for asking me. It's been a pleasure. Well, listeners, I hope you found that useful. Do let me know if you have any questions about today's episode. I'll be happy to go through anything with you. And again, just a quick reminder that if you want any help with any stress, anxiety, performance, resilience in these really difficult times, do get in touch with me. The links for everything are in the show notes. I'll also put links for how you can find that infographic from Fiona or get in touch with her and then in the final thing is to remember please to go and leave me a review and then I'll see you again in the next episode bye for now